Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois and 9 p.m. in England tonight. That's an important thing to remember too. But it is time for another a live stream. Today is Sunday, February 28th, last day of February, last day of the second month of 2021. We finally made it, guys. And it is a beautiful day here in Chicago. Sunny out. It wasn't that way this morning. When I went for my run, it was dreary, a little bit raining, a little bit cold and foggy. Very kind of like spooky out. But now it's just an absolutely beautiful day. And I am very happy to be joined today by a friend over in England, Ben Parks. I'm sure you guys are all excited to hear from him. But first, before I bring him on, I do want to say hi to everyone listening on the podcast version, everyone on the audio only. Welcome. Hope you enjoyed this conversation. And then everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, not live, but still watching on YouTube. Welcome. Glad to have you guys here. So without further ado, let's bring on the man himself. Let's bring on Ben. What's going on, Ben? How are you doing? So good to see you. Yeah, lovely to be here, Mike. Yeah, thanks very much for inviting me on and welcome to, well, welcome to, welcome to me, what am I saying? <laughs> Just great to be here from, yeah, all the way from Greenwich here in London. Um, yeah, slightly warmer conditions we've had today. Everybody out in the UK getting their runs done. Um, yeah, honored, honored to be part of your amazing community that you've, you've, you, you, uh, you you put out there to the world so awesome awesome, to be here. awesome well thanks so much i know it's uh getting late for you i mean for me nine o'clock's getting to be a little bit late i don't know how it is for I, you but... i am if i stood up i'd be in my pajamas <laughs> uh, so uh yeah we'll be we'll be going to bed after this one. all right well i appreciate it i won't keep you i won't keep you on too long. i do love the shirt that you're wearing today it looks great on you yeah, it's, uh, yeah, very, very cool. Very, very cool. And I love, I like the setup that you've got here. It looks great. Is this uh, going to be part of, I know you've been talking in some of your videos that you'd like to start doing some live streaming. Is this going to be a preview of what's con what's to come? Uh, hopefully. I mean, I use this setup mm -hmm. for every time I sit at mm -hmm. my desk. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I, if I turn, the, mm -hmm. I don't know if I can, how much I can, right. all this, yeah. like my main monitors here and everything's kind of around. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've built, I've built it all, invested the money, but haven't actually clicked record yet. Okay. <laughs> well, click go live. Right, right. Um, but we will do soon. We're just like super busy with everything at the moment. Sure. And it's just taking up so much time as it does in the world that we live in. Very so, cool. So yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get it going soon. And then once we're in, as you, as you do, like every every few days, mm -hmm. and it just kind of flows and you get used to it. So yeah, very, it's what we really want to do. Very cool. It looks like a lot of people are very excited to, to see you in here. Dan Runs is here. Saying you love the non-elite T-shirt, and um, and Stevie seventy six, thinking assuming that you when you're talking about being in your pajamas, they must be two inch split short pajamas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I could. Yeah, I won't stand up. I won't stand up. All right, uh, Paul Kane is saying great to see two great YouTube runners. Thanks, Paul, so much. Um, quick question though, uh, Ben, I wants to know: Do you have any? more firm i don't want to push you too much on it because i know it takes time to get these things started but ben why wanting to know when will you be starting the online stream any kind of goal dates or anything like that or soon, um, soon? i haven't got any dates mm -hmm. it's it's always going to be starting i want to do something like every week mm -hmm. um pro hopefully kind of something on like a sunday night like mm -hmm. what we're doing here mm -hmm. just before everybody starts their sort of next training week most people train monday to Sunday sort of thing so yeah um yeah I'd like I'd like to do something that's built up a like actually like around an event so for mm -hmm. us the London Marathon is hopefully mm -hmm. fingers crossed coming up in October mm -hmm. and then so maybe like 18 weeks out and every week we'll go through and have a catch up on the live stream 
Mm. Kind of revolved, revolved yeah. around everyone that's training for London, but also people training for other races as well. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's so that, a, that's a fascinating idea because I've heard like podcasts before talking about like building up how like pros are building up to like Olympic trials or to Olympics or other big races, but to have like kind of like a group getting together weekly. Yeah, I mean, that's a really it's cool kind idea. Kind of a group, and people can ask questions and training mm -hmm. advice. And I'm lucky enough that I've run London. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how many times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was kind of where I want to get it to. Um, so they'll hopefully be starting in the summer. But we'll do a few test runs mm -hmm. and things. But just like you say, you just hit 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 go live. Yeah. And people are there. They ask questions, and you can just yeah just sort yeah. Of help out. And it's it's a it's a great unique insight. It's I'm proper nervous sitting here now because. <laughs> I've never done something where I can't edit it yeah. or change what I say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, that's that's what it's. Yeah. I, people I, really like the sort of thing. So. I gotta tell you though, like as someone that does live streams now, which for a long time I just didn't wasn't interested in them at all. But then like the pandemic hit, and I was like, maybe it's time to look into this. Um, and but well, I, my I, whole sort of basis of starting. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. The whole no, basis no. of starting was to try and help people out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so if there's demand for it, then we'll do it. Because, mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. it, help, it helps yeah. people out with their running. So For sure. Um, yeah. And I think that we'll you'd get a lot of people wanting to get tips from you because you're such an accomplished runner and also have so much experience at that specific race as well. And I do yeah, think that perfect. like the first I'm, – I'm I was trying to think back earlier today, the first Ben Parks video I watched. And I think it was when I watched you like run with a GoPro in – uh, in the London Marathon, it was like a 235 or something that year, and I was like, "That's impossible. There's no way that this guy just did that." <laughs> yeah, that video, that video did good things for us. Um, I think I had around about 8,000 subscribers mm -hmm. on YouTube mm -hmm. before I posted that, and within a couple of weeks, it was up around, I was about 20,000, 30,000 within about a month. So wow, it was pretty crazy. That's a giant um, bump. And from then, then that's kind of when it all got a little bit more serious. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that video. I mean, nobody always sees what goes on behind, but I was standing but ready to hand my kit bag in over to the people on the truck. And uh, I had my GoPro in it. I was like, I just can't be bothered today. I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. It's too stressful. I'm just going to go and have a run. And I just grabbed it at the last second and thought, just hit record and see what happens. Right. And right. That, that is another thing that kind of not, not changed my life completely, but yeah. maybe making that video, it kind of thought I saw that everything, what was possible. So. Yeah. With all this YouTube stuff, you've just got to keep hitting record and you just don't know what to come out the other end. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that, yeah. like, it's amazing because, like, a lot of times I'll just be like, I don't need to bring a camera today. It's an easy run. I'm not planning on including this footage in a video today. So, like, I don't, do I even need it? And then it'll be like, oh, I saw the craziest thing when I was out on my run today and I'm glad I had a camera. There's always something <laughs> that happens. Yeah. And, or it ends up being, like, a beautiful sunrise and I wasn't expecting it, you know? And so... I, yeah. I, I'm still, as someone that, you know, has been running with a camera basically every day for the past several years, I still am surprised, like, oh, I'm glad I brought this along today, you know? I suppose you never know, with your 360 camera, you're filming <laughs> everything, so you're not, you're not really going to miss a moment, so it's quite, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't bring the 360 camera every day, uh, but there's some times where I'll, I'll be like, I didn't even know that that was behind me or something else was going on back there. And so you, so you pick up yeah. some like interesting things every, every once in a while uh, with it. So that's a lot of fun. Um, but to circle back to kind of like the idea with uh, like live stream versus uh, like edited videos, I do also find that like sometimes it's really nice knowing like, all right, I'm going to sit down for the live stream. And when I'm done, I'm done with the live stream. You know, when you have like a, yeah. a edited video, like filming the content is like the first 
half maybe and then there's like all that other work that comes afterwards yeah and then yeah it takes forever as uh as my cat is just oh, <laughs> oh there uh, he is. she's been sleeping all day <laughs> and now coming um, through for some cuddles beautiful all right we got, we got a super chat coming in from stevie 76 he's got a question saying uh coach ben <laughs> what tips would you give someone to finally run a sub three marathon asking for a friend asking for a friend <laughs> i think he's um, asking for me there but yeah I think I think a, a, for a lot of people trying to get that sub three, mm -hmm. just following a good training plan is going to be worth its mm -hmm. weight in gold. Mm -hmm. um, I was I kind of wrote my own training plan when I first managed to run a sub three. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just just having that structure to your week that a lot of people don't do, mm -hmm. and recovering properly after your runs, which a, a good training plan will give you. Mm -hmm. um, there's so there's so many out there. Obviously, we sell sure. ours, but there's 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 loads out there. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, just having that basic structure in a week of of your long run is the most important thing. Adding in some blocks at marathon pace into that long run, mm -hmm. yeah, a weekly speed session, and then just a, a relaxed, easy run. And those three runs will help you get there. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, as I say, a good training plan will just put those in every single week. Very cool. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Speaking of recovery, um, I mean, the main reason, not the main reason, I've been wanting to have you on and get, and get a chance to talk to you. I think this is the first time I think we've talked kind of like not face to face, but kind of in person before. Um, yeah. And I want to been wanting to talk to you for a while. But, you know, what really spurred it was the breakfast I saw on your Instagram story the other day. Uh, it was, if I remember correctly, a, a bagel, red red pepper hummus and, and like yeah. a tin of beans. <laughs> and I just beans. Uh, I don't know if uh, how easy baked beans or how you, or baked beans are even a thing in in the states. I've mm -hmm. never seen them over there, and I've been mm -hmm. over there. But it's a pretty big staple here in the mm -hmm. UK. Um, most people have it just on toast, just on regular mm -hmm. bread. Mm -hmm. But I really like bagels, and and so yeah, they're a bit of a something we have for breakfast all the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I just put it together. I think I was just missing some butter or like some spread one okay. day and okay. thought, I don't just want dry bait. So I worked mm -hmm. on the hummus and I thought, oh, that tastes quite nice. And then I put it in a what I eat in a day video. Yeah. And then I put it <laughs> on my stories, which you saw the other day. Yeah. Um, and people just thought it was very odd, but yeah. equally tried it and thought, actually, that works really well. I mean, I'm not a chef. I did want to be a chef when I was younger. So mm -hmm. I, I'm pretty, I'm okay in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I can, mm -hmm. I'm all right. Um, so I quite enjoy, enjoy doing what, what we eat in a day videos. So, um, uh, yeah, so that so that breakfast is that a breakfast that you're eating yourself, or are you making two portions of that? And Sarah's getting a plate of that too, or can you, or is she just like, no, that's you, Ben? Sarah you... eats the same breakfast every single <laughs> okay. day. You will not get her to eat anything oh, okay. other than uh, 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 cinnamon and raisin bagel okay. with uh, like blackberry or blueberry jam. I can't remember which one. But yeah, she eats that every. You no chance in eat, her eating anything else. Okay. But um. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, so it's just for me. We're separate breakfast, same lunch and same dinner. But okay. Breakfast. Yeah, I mean, I kind of understand that. Like the the pace of the mornings, it's it's very. I mean, I don't know how it is at your house, but our house, like, the morning is very hectic, and the day kind of like, even like it. It's, I mean, maybe it's like a metaphor for the way I run races. Everything's just way too jam packed and a little <laughs> bit rushed in the morning, and then it just trickles off and dies at the end. So, but like that's yeah. kind of how our day is over here. I suppose yeah, with your with the with your youngsters mm -hmm. and, and things, it must be a nightmare. But it, in our flat, it's just me and Sarah <laughs> and our flatmate um, as well. Mm -hmm. 
we're all kind of grown up and, and pretty chilled and through lockdown and everything, there's mm-hmm. not a lot else to do <laughs> at the moment. So, um, yeah, there's pretty strict regulations we have in the UK right now, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's not much we can do other than get up, go for a run and sit at the computer and, and work, really. So. Sure. Um, all right. Let's got another, we got another question here for you. Ben Browning says a question for Ben, your mom sends out, is it your mom that sends out the, the merch? I think she, I think I saw that in a story one day, like well, a little behind the scenes. Yeah. The, the song of, we started that whole side of the business mm-hmm. as just offering some good high quality merch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for everybody. And then it just grew and grew and grew. And now like our hat bit, you know, make, making, making these hats mm-hmm. and things is like a, on business in itself really mm-hmm. um and that's going to be expanding more and more this year and so originally it was just me and sarah with an occasional trip to the post office a couple of times a week mm-hmm. and that and that'd be it and now it's every single day six days a week posting out stuff all around the world uh, which a lot of it is people just supporting us which is so kind mm-hmm. and generous and like it support completely supports us we couldn't do it without it mm-hmm. and now it's got to the point of actually making some really good quality stuff that can compete with the biggest brands in the world um and that's kind of where we're hoping to take it next year so yeah my mum did work uh, she worked for the nhs amazing mm-hmm. people in the nhs mm-hmm. um but she took a um, slightly early retirement because i could give her all of this business to do so yeah she works she works for us yeah, six mornings a week wow packaging up orders and posting them all around the world that's fantastic i, I kind of do a lot of it from here and then i mm-hmm. post send it all down to her well with computers and everything it's so easy mm-hmm. to do yeah um so yeah and then i occasionally have to go down to see her because she's got the stock rooms down there and everything's mm-hmm. down there and then we can write notes and things to people as well so, yeah i mean i can yeah. vouch the the hats are fantastic the the neck gaiters are are fantastic as well i've ordered a couple of each of those over the years and yeah you ordered uh, one when i was actually abroad in mm-hmm. germany mm-hmm. and that's when my mum first tested it so i think mm-hmm. she posted out your order mm-hmm. um and then bizarrely, I actually then post, I think I posted you some more stuff that you didn't know about <laughs> as a thank you. But I think that's just when you moved out because then it got returned and it never went oh. through. But I'm, now you're back. Now you're okay. back at your address that I have with my sister. <laughs> I can send you some more stuff. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. I love it. Because, I mean, I do think, though, that like even aside for like for people that aren't even Ben Parks fans, like. I mean, I, I'm having a hard time envisioning that. Like the the merch itself is qu- high quality stuff, and I always am amazed by it uh, because I've have been having my own struggles finding like like the right way of like kind of finding that a way of like making it accessible, but also like not finding too many compromises. So I, I really apologize. Hard. And originally, yeah. originally we were just kind of just doing what was called like print on demand stuff. Mm-hmm. So customer orders it it goes to a wholesaler yeah a supplier and they print it and they post it out but you have nothing to do with that i, I guess that's what you've done with this mm-hmm. um but then it just got to a point where we were having so many issues with that and stuff was just getting lost and people they'll take like a month to post something out and we're like right just take the risk spend a lot of money <laughs> yeah um and buy all the stock up front and then you've just got complete control over it so um yeah, yeah. We, we i really like supporting my favorite um, sort of YouTubers and people, mm-hmm. anybody creating content out there, yeah. you know, none of us are really kind of doing this to earn a fantastic living. It's great. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, no one's going to become millionaires doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really like to support people, um, any way we can. And it's just a great thing to do. So. Yeah. All right. We got Shannon asking a question, uh, Ben, or if anyone else knows in the stream, how is the calf strain going? I saw that you kind of tweaked it, uh, on the, on the river the other day. How's it, I think yeah, you're doing all right, right? It wasn't too good. 
Yeah. Um, but now I've run four days in a row. I did okay. 14K today. So what's that? About seven, eight, eight miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to be completely fine. Um, mm-hmm. It's always a bit of an ongoing thing. Since I broke my ankle, mm-hmm. like running is not the same and it okay. never will be the same. Oh, okay. Um, you know, that's, there's, nev- that's never going to be as good. Mm. An MRI scan on it a couple of days ago, and, yeah, that's just something we have to live with. Wow. Um, it's just man- managing that the best we can. So, mm-hmm. But that's life, you know. Sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, you get thrown yeah. a lot of these things, and as you get older, more bad stuff, whatever can happen. But mm-hmm. I'm not complaining. Like, if that's the worst thing that's happened to me in 37-odd years, that's mm. not too bad. All right. Uh, we got another question in here from... X Vanda Magex. I'm not sure how to say that. I think it's Vanda Magex. Vanda Magex? I can't, I'm yeah, not I can't sure. help you there. I'm not I can't sure. help you there. But. <laughs> but the question is Ben, I see in your videos you're commonly recognized on runs in the UK. Does the same happen in the US or other countries? Like if you go down to Valencia for the marathon, are you like heralded as the hero coming in or, or is it just you get to fly under uh, the radar and you just get to have a run? It, if, I, if I'm just out on a training run, mm-hmm. like today, I just went for my little run through the center of London, mm-hmm. I don't know, five or six people said hello on the way, which is lovely, mm-hmm. but I have to be running quite a specific area for that to happen. Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't, you know, I'm not like an actual celebrity <laughs> or something. It right. must be awful uh, for to be an actual celebrity. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been to America really since we've been doing YouTube, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we were last there in New York. And that was before I even started YouTube, mm-hmm. or very early days. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was re- really only through through YouTube you get recognised because people connect right. so much with your face rather mm-hmm. than just on an Instagram picture or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I guess so. Maybe if I went for a run around Flagstaff or Boulder, mm-hmm. somewhat you know one of the more iconic places, or in Central Park or something, some something might happen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I've always loved. I always, if someone stops. And mm-hmm. I'm just on an easy run, then I'll stop and have a chat. Mm-hmm. Most people are just like, oh, yeah, and then you, you, you go on your way. Yeah. Do, you, do you find that? Do, you, do people recognize you when you're out running along the along the coast? Um, yeah, along the like the lakefront here. Because like, people, I mean, Chicago is a, a, a city that a lot of people travel to. It, well, in normal times, it's a big convention city. So a lot of people travel here for work. Um, I did actually get stopped the other day uh, by a guy named Ryan, who was in from Seattle, which is like 2,000 miles okay. from here. but stopping through Chicago on the way to Virginia. He's on some sort of road trip. And he was like, yeah, I was just running down by the lakefront. And I, th- I thought I recognized, because I saw him twice, because I saw him like on the way out yeah. and on the way back. And on the way back, he kind of stopped. And uh, normally people like wait, might, sometimes people might wave to me. Um, but some usually, sometimes nice. people it's will nice. like, will like, you know, try and flag me down. And I'm like, okay, this yeah. is someone that wants to talk. And it was an easy run. So I'm like, well, no, no problem stopping on an easy run. And it was nice yeah. to chat to him. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's lovely. I, I'd be too, I always say I'd be too scared to chat to myself <laughs> because I'm really quite shy. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't really speak to anybody. Mm-hmm. Whenever me and Sarah are out and about, Sarah mm-hmm. has to do, like, the ordering in restaurants and things. Okay. I'm just not very good at speaking to strangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if someone comes over to me, then, yeah, it's obviously very nice. And if yeah. we're at races and, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing, then, yeah, it's it's, it's a lot of people that want to chat, but I've mm-hmm. never... Never got a problem with that at all. It's really nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm, as far as I think, like you know, to the level of like celebrity that like that you that you and I have, I feel like it's a very like good kind because it's not like it's going to interfere with us normally like going to the store to get get groceries or like just normal day to day living. But like when you're going to like that specific like type of event, when you're going to like a race, 
then like that's your people that's your place you know that's kind of then it's like oh, yeah. okay then this is where you could so it's like kind of cordoned off like a weird kind of like obscure obs- i'm a weird yeah, like the marathon expos and things are are just lovely places to hang out and mm-hmm. uh and yeah pretty cool yeah all right are you good for a, another couple more questions i can sit here for hours oh so <laughs> as- um, awesome awesome all right let's see uh, let's see he says, um, Ben Y says, I'd also like to know how Kiki is doing. Well, she's now falling asleep. Oh, she's asleep I, again. I, I, it's not going to focus on me, but behind me, <laughs> oh, there she's you. sitting here. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. sitting in her little perch, I could, I could just see. there, awesome. um, analyzing, surveying the room. And uh, yeah, she's very good. We rescued her um, oh, cool. about five years ago. So we okay. didn't have her from like new or mm-hmm. from a kitten mm-hmm. but uh yeah she's she doesn't do much but unfortunately the people that had her before didn't treat her mm-hmm. the best mm-hmm. so she's very happy now awesome and joshua beale says ben you should do a uk tour is that something that you've ever considered trying to do like a like a i guess a running tour i've, I've been thinking about it like post covid like to do like a North American or maybe like a small, maybe in the Midwest, keep it more manageable, like kind of like go to a whole bunch of different places, go to just I jump in races. If you had a book or something that <laughs> came out, um, people do book tours and yeah. things. Yeah. But uh, over in the UK, we have something called Park Run, which mm-hmm. I know exists a little bit mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. So sort of that's every Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And we certainly really want to get out to as many park runs mm-hmm. as we can mm-hmm. and travel around. It's always a bit controversial about traveling at the moment. Sure. Um, but with everything that's going here, it should be pretty good to do that again soon. In terms of a UK tour, I don't really know what I'd have <laughs> to, to do to go out and see people. Um, but we, you know, through the whole lockdown, we have been invited to a lot of, to give a lot of talks at mm-hmm. running clubs, mm-hmm. um, which I haven't been able to do. So yeah, there's a lot of invites coming up and we've been invited to uh, some run festivals that are going mm-hmm. on and things. So we'll definitely do that as we're allowed to. But in terms of my own tour, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> think I'll be doing my own tour. But certainly we want to be appearing at other events to get up and speak and help people out and just, yeah, just engage in the community, really. So we will do as much of it as we possibly can. Very cool. Very cool. Um, let's see here. Let's see what else we got. Mm, Luis Gallardo says, any ch- changes that you noticed when you started pushing your body to PRs as you progress into your 30s? Um... I certainly feel it a lot more now. I mean, I didn't run. Yeah, I mean, it's just when you're when you're growing up in your twenties and things. I was only ever like I didn't take my running too seriously. I just tried to run one marathon a year, and if I ran that in under four hours, it was great. Mm. Over four hours, it's like you should have tried a bit harder. You know, there was no more goal other than that. And then was, I didn't really start like trying to really break three hours and take it to that sort of level until I was about thirty-three. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, and then it, and I suppose because I hadn't put my body through loads of miles before in my 20s, my body absorbed everything quite quite well. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's an advantage now. I don't really know. But mm-hmm. I seem to be able to run pretty much as, mon- as much as I want to, mm-hmm. really. But uh, the problem I've got really at the moment is in London, it's 100. Well, however many miles a week you run is pretty much always on tarmac or asphalt or concrete, mm-hmm. just very hard surfaces. I don't really have any off-road or traily, just soft sand to run on, unfortunately. And we can't travel at the moment. Mm-hmm. So as soon as that comes back, we'll do some more off-road and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be moving house, hopefully in the summer as well, out to a different location with some 
much softer surfaces and that should allow me to run even more hopefully oh that's exciting um, that's very exciting yeah very cool and i you know i was thinking in addition to like that first that london marathon video with the, with the gopro that was just insanely fast uh, and it looked like you were jogging throughout the whole thing um but uh there was also you there was a lot of uh mountain ultra trail running that I remember seeing, which, you know, I, yeah. I can understand now you're probably not getting to do a lot of that. Are we going to see more of that as conditions like improve over the next so year? I've got an entry into a race uh, called uh, UTMB, mm -hmm. uh, Ultra Trail de Mont Blanc, mm -hmm. uh, which is in a place called uh, Chamonix mm -hmm. in France in the Alps. Um, between that and the race you have in America called Western States, they're the two <laughs> big events in the ultra running scene. Mm -hmm. uh, so UTMB is 170 kilometers, about 100 and mm -hmm three, four miles, mm -hmm. very long way with about, I'm, I'm no good at <laughs> my feet, 30,000 feet, it's about 10,000 meters of elevation. Okay. They're a crazy race all through the mountains. Yeah. And so I've got, I've got an entry into that. Amazing. To qualify for, so that's going to be coming up. Mm -hmm. um, and that's in August time, mm -hmm. towards the end of the year. Mm -hmm. um, that's the only thing that's like sort of properly locked in. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, there's a race in Wales that we're going to do at the start of the year in Snowdonia. Part of, mm -hmm. which is on the ultra trail world tour and the race we really want to do is something called comrades which mm -hmm. is in south africa right. um starting out in a place called peter maritzburg going down to durban which is like 90k mm -hmm. um ultra marathon and that's what that's all on the road though that's mm -hmm. not trails but that's yeah. not going to happen this year obviously so that will be 2022 hopefully. yeah i so, just i just yeah, saw the news we, on that one yeah we got i know like sort of that sort of sage canada approach of mm -hmm. any surface any distance mm -hmm. we just like to have fun with our right. running i i'm not as much as i'd like to run certain times and do all that sort of thing mm -hmm. for me it's just about enjoying it having fun mm -hmm. i don't see myself as like a, a one i've got no ambitions of trying to become a professional runner i never mm -hmm. did and i'm never not good enough anyway mm -hmm. but i never want to so this t-shirt's quite good for me <laughs> uh, how we see it. It's just about having fun with it and trying to take people along and, and share our enjoyment and love of running really. So. Well, and, and you're um, doing yeah. such an amazing job. I mean, in terms of your progress and your performance um, with that, just kind of like take a sensible approach to it, but also have, make sure you're still having a lot of fun. Can you tell me a little bit about more of your, your background in running? And you talked a little bit about your thirties, like getting a little bit more serious and a little bit about the twenties, but was there uh, anything in your younger years where you were running for teams? Like, was there ever a point where you're in more of an organized version of running, uh, before no, the twenties? Absolutely nothing <laughs> running. I mean, at, at school we had a, a cross country mm -hmm. team, mm -hmm. um, cross country is a little bit different here in the UK than what it is in the States. Mm -hmm. It's very much just always run in the winter in the worst, horrible, freezing cold conditions. <laughs> but I quite enjoyed it, but I was no good at it. It was okay. just a school team. It was never like the county team. I never ran for a club or anything. Okay. Um, I'm not even a member. I'm officially a member of a running club now, but I've never been to a single thing. I, I don't mm -hmm. really know why, but we have our own little running club. We have in Greenwich that I organize. But yeah, so sort of growing up, as I say, it was just a case of wanting to run one marathon a year. And I thought mm -hmm. if I could do that, that'd be a great achievement. Mm -hmm keep me relatively fit and healthy and it was just a, just a good challenge um mm -hmm. something to do and I, I can't honestly say i particularly enjoyed it but i just mm -hmm. wanted to challenge myself mm -hmm. and i thought I was, I was just at school and thought this will look cool i'll look yeah. like you know okay. how many how many children at 18 are going out to the big london mm -hmm. to run the marathon and i was like oh i'm just going to come back and look amazing <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of how you how you think when you're that sort of age um 
and then yeah that's all I, all I did pretty much through and then I got went to university pretty much gave up running mm-hmm. in favor of playing golf and then I, beca- mm-hmm. I, 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 re- I really sort of tried to become a professional golfer for about six or seven years oh okay um, wow. and got reasonably good at that mm-hmm. but like a lot of things there's only about the top 150 in the world that do all mm-hmm. right and everybody else is you know it's a tough it's a tough existence out there so mm-hmm. we never really went anywhere with that and then I got a pro- regular job started drinking eating bad mm-hmm. just partying mm-hmm. nightclubs mm-hmm. that sort of thing throughout yeah up to about sort of 30 and then moved I was living up in Edinburgh in Scotland then and moved back down to London and then mm-hmm. just wanted to get good at something I was fed up. I was about mm-hmm. 33 and mm-hmm. I was like I've tried a few things I'm pretty average at everything mm-hmm. what can I try and become can I just try and come become good at one thing mm-hmm. and I thought well it's either running or golf and running's a lot cheaper and easier to do so <laughs> we just thought that and then I entered Barcelona Marathon got like three hours I was like I can run three hours that's fine mm-hmm. run three hours 33 was horrific <laughs> walked pretty much yeah. the whole of the second half and then it's like right let's just pick up a book and read as much as we can mm-hmm. and just find out how to do this and so then I just spent years and years of just reading everything getting some coaching qualifications and and built it up from there so it was just really a, t- a case of just I want to become okay at something mm-hmm. I want to get to 50 or however it is when you like you can't really get better at sports or whatever it is at that age and so I tried as hard as I could at mm-hmm. something yeah. and whether that's now running or building a YouTube channel mm-hmm. or making running hats <laughs> I just wanted to do something that I felt proud of and I mm-hmm. didn't have anything in my life I particularly felt proud of at that stage mm-hmm. so that's kind of all came about yeah and then can you tell me a little bit I mean I don't want I mean if I'm getting too personal let me know but where, when does Sarah come into the picture and kind of along this timeline was she running already and, and you were running or kind of tell me about that? So, yeah, I was I was um, in a relationship with someone that didn't run mm-hmm. and had no interest in running just as I was starting to run more and more. Mm-hmm. And that was becoming a problem sure. in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, not, in a, not in a nasty way, but right. I was just spending more and more time out the house mm-hmm. and more and more time going to races on the weekend. And the relationship just sort of fizzled out and it wasn't working. And that mm-hmm. just coincided with me joining a local running mm-hmm. um, organization here, mm-hmm. right outside mm-hmm. um, called Good Gym, okay. um, which is an organization where you meet up once a week and you go for a little run, just two or three miles, and you go to a community organization, help them mm-hmm. out. It's just volunteering, basically. And it might be picking up some litter or painting a wall at a community center mm-hmm. or loads of different tasks, helping, you know, feeding the homeless or something like that. Um, and Sarah ran that. Mm-hmm. Ran, she was the Greenwich organizer and I just met her and we got chatting and we got on really well she was in a relationship and mm-hmm. I was in a relationship and so we couldn't do anything obviously mm-hmm. initially but we both ended those relationships and then spent more and more time together and it and it worked out and without doubt you I would not be speaking to you if it wasn't for Sarah right mm-hmm. now so oh, all yeah. of this is inspired a lot mm-hmm. by having her here and she's what probably watching this in the other room. <laughs> <So>, hello <laughs> um, Hi, Sarah. yeah like she, it's 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 all down to someone that just wants to help out and a lot of this we do and we don't mm-hmm. as i say financially it's not always the best but just mm-hmm. someone that just wants to see it succeed now she started her youtube mm-hmm. channel mm-hmm. she's just about to go to twenty thousand subscribers yeah. which is incredible mm-hmm. and people love her content as well so 
Um, yeah, she'll be overtaking me very, very soon. <laughs> is there a rivalry? Is there a, like, hey, I got you know three thousand views on the latest video. How many? Did you have? Is there any anything like that jockeying for position going on in the house? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's her last few videos have done exceptionally well. Yes. And again, like yeah. I said earlier, she did not want to put her last few videos out. She's like, mm -hmm. I haven't got enough content here mm -hmm. for it. And I was just, you know, we always say, like, just edit it, put it together. Mm -hmm. It goes out mm -hmm. and she's, she's did 10,000 views in 24 hours, which is insane. That's amazing. That num sort of numbers. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think it comes across with just doing it for the right reasons, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so yeah, we've both just got, got a love for it and it's working quite well. And there needs to be more, you know, more females out there creating mm -hmm. content mm -hmm. um so if she can inspire some more people and we can inspire some more females to come into the space and that's great because yeah we just don't see enough of that sort of thing yeah I, I would certainly agree i mean the the runners are there so i i think it'd yeah. be great to, for them to have someone that looks for women to have other women to be like they're there they're in the scene as well they're making the videos they're in all the different aspects uh, as well, I think that's really important too, and I'm, I'm I'm a big supporter of her channel. I love what she's doing, and I think she's been doing really great. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, her setups just like <laughs> I, I sit I sit here with my computer, yeah. and she I don't know if this will go over. Yeah. But her, okay. her setups all over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we we sit basically right next to each other all day long, mm -hmm. helping each other out with the videos and things. So it it works well. You need to have you need to have people, and hopefully we can communicate more with mm -hmm. videos and things as well. Awesome. Well, we've got a lot of people in the chat going crazy for Sarah's channel now. Ben Browning saying Sarah's interviews are great. Recycle on Wednesday saying Sarah's channel is great as well. R the Bear saying Sarah's the best. So definitely a lot of Sarah fans in here. I so. did ask her to come on this, oh. but she won't. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I was, you know, I. it's not that I hadn't thought about it, but I was like, you know what? It'd be, you know, I would much rather extend, you know, when you're thinking about a live stream and trying to make content on a regular basis, you're trying to think about how do you stretch out the content. So I'm like, I could definitely, she can definitely have her own episode. So we'll have to have her on. Uh, at a later time uh, as well. Yeah. So that's why yeah, I, I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't overlook her. I definitely thought about it, but I was like, no, I'd rather have her on a, a separate time. Oh yeah, she's uh, definitely to, deserving of her own episode. Yeah. Uh, and I, I look forward to that conversation. Um, Stevie76 wants to know though, since I don't, since we don't when have Sarah, Sarah on today, on when is she going to get her own merch? She doesn't want to, Oh, really? I mean, you guys um, have the infrastructure already made, so it should be like... It's all ready to go, yeah. and my mum's ready to start helping her out with mm -hmm. her orders. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll probably get... I haven't got anything here. We'll probably get some um, some wraps and stuff made mm -hmm. for her. But mm -hmm. um, she's got... Everyone's got different goals that sure. they want to do. Mm -hmm. um, so, well, yeah. Fingers crossed she'll get something out there. Sure, probably. yeah. Well, I mean, I know I'm, I always kind of look for those kinds of things for the channels that I'm, I'm watching, so... Definitely something that I, I would be interested in seeing. Um, in terms of goals, though, like, do you have, I, I don't really have goals for my channel. I mean, I know that sounds kind of weird, but like, I just kind of, kind of like what you were saying earlier with the running, like you just wanted to get good at something and to see where I would go. And that's kind of how I approach the YouTube channel is like, I'm having a lot of fun with it and I'm just pouring energy into it to see how it grows on its own uh, without yeah. like an idea of like where I want to go with it. Is that a similar approach that you have for your YouTube channel or what, or do you have like, I, I want to get to like, you know, here are my three things that I want to accomplish. I, I've, you know, I've never made a list of anything <laughs> I particularly want to achieve with mm -hmm. YouTube. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. 
you know, in the early days, I was like, you know, obviously, you kind of have to say things like subscribe and mm-hmm. like, and we, mm-hmm. but I want to engage with the audience. So mm-hmm. when I say putting things down in the comments, I generally want to know what people are up to. And, things. Mm-hmm. and so yeah, that obviously helps with everything. But whether if I hit 100,000 subscribers, I mean, that is just crazy to mm-hmm. even think about. And that's great. But I don't set away. I don't even know how many subscribers I have at the moment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. It just it is, it is what it is. People normally tell me, when I'm close to hitting milestones, right. that I get messages about it from mm-hmm. people. And in terms of uploading content, I'd love to upload more. I'd love to make more. We all want to kind of do more videos, and the mm-hmm. audience is great that they want to see more content. And we do. Yeah, we should be making more. I know we. I know we should do. Um, but it, it is. It is hard all the time. Mm-hmm. To, I don't know. I've, I've struggled the last two weeks. I haven't uploaded for, for over two weeks now. Mm-hmm. I've had my injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it just isn't always easy to do, but we have like ups and downs and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm not really sure where I'm going with that, but um, yeah, hopefully we'll be uploading more regularly going forward. Yeah. Um, but I mean, once I, I can, once I can run again, I think the ups and downs though. And when you invite us in and share those with us, you know, I think that's what kind of like a lot of people relate to too you know and it's kind of is similar to what you're saying with with sarah being almost reluctant to release those last couple of videos you know a lot of times it's those things that we might not think have the right level of kind of like polish or like right level of whatever we think is enough but it's just kind of showing the journey for what it is you know and telling the story for what's actually happening i think is what you know people appreciate that kind of like insight but also i mean vulnerability is a word that people use a lot but like kind of inviting people in and letting them see like you know some days i struggle i mean trying to see the whole picture of what someone's Mm -hmm. going through like Mm -hmm. and i've tried i try my very best to do that to give people the highs and the lows especially during races and things Mm -hmm. because everybody goes through that Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't matter who it is there's there's highs and lows in any any race conditions Mm -hmm. that you're going through and yeah i'll have a video back in a couple of days talking about these last few weeks Mm -hmm. Uh, this last couple of weeks recovering from this and it has been really hard on my head mentally mm-hmm. you know it's been, it has been really tough and um because i'm dealing with my ankle and then the calf and it's just like come on i just want to put some good training together right. um and then with other life stresses and things that comes in so yeah we'll talk about that in the next few weeks great well i'm now, i'm, I'm now looking we're... forward to seeing that um all right let's get to another couple of questions thomas mccaskill wants to know ben what is your favorite training shoe Tempo next percent, and then I'll have a follow up to that too. But what's your favorite training shoe? I've, I've got a big pile here. Here's yeah. Tempo next percent. Um, that probably is. I haven't run in it since <laughs> I broke broke my calf. I strained my calf mm-hmm. while running in it. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with a shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, that is great. And then I was the this new. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The invincible. In invincible. Um, it's a very interesting shoe. I've got my review on that in a couple of days. We just need to film some all the content now mm-hmm. i can actually run again my favorite training yeah. shoe probably is that it's very controversial shoe but it just yeah. works for me anyone mm-hmm. that's like can if you can strike really nicely in that midfoot mm-hmm. camera yeah then strike under those airpods it really is working well but if you're a heel striker then yeah. that's just not going to work it's just right. a nightmare of a shoe right so yeah that's and then really enjoy that. i have like a sentimental favorite like a shoe, favorite shoe of all time mine is the pegasus 33 shield from several years back do you have one and i know like other people like emily heller loves her clifton version ones and do you have like i'm a reaching f- i'm reaching for something oh, are you? okay do you have a sentimental <laughs> favorite no well the this mm-hmm. the 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 four percent these are the shoes i ran my pb in in mm-hmm. valencia yeah. i've never run in them since as far as i'm okay. aware so 
yeah that they sit behind me to inspire mm -hmm. me to get out and train every day mm -hmm. um just the yeah just an incredible shoe and yeah i did something in that shoe that i never thought possible mm -hmm. and i might never better and i'll be fine yeah. with that if we never run a fast three v yeah i mean a lot of it was down to that shoe very cool very cool i mean i did i loved the vaporfly four percent the fly knit i just i don't i don't know i like i like fly knit it seems like nike like ran away from it for a minute but i'm yeah. glad like they're you know coming back with it strong um in shoes because i did like that material and that shoe was a really good shoe um, it's a really exciting year for new new bits of new shoes coming i've just after your review i got mm -hmm. then got this mm -hmm. in i don't even know how to pronounce this yeah. <laughs> because yeah you've got the the carbon plated one as well mm -hmm. i think uh, mm -hmm. which i haven't been able to get yet mm -hmm. so yeah it's gonna be fun testing these out so but i get a lot of the shoes i buy from mm -hmm. watching your channel and you <laughs> A lot of the stuff in the States just comes out a little bit earlier than, than mm. what we get it. We get it over That's funny you say that because I feel like the UK all over the last like... Apart maybe, from this one, like, we got this way earlier. Yeah, well, but. like the last two years, it seems like every shoe the UK is getting first. Like you guys got the Vomero 15 over there. I don't think they even sold, are going to bother selling that in the US. I think because like, they okay. had some production issues or something with it. They're just going to skip over to the 16 for the US. Like, I feel like you guys got the Turbo first. I think you got the Peg 37. I think the Peg 37 was a global launch. But I feel like the UK has been getting a lot of shoes, like, a month before the US. And I've been like, I know you guys are run crazy and you totally deserve it more than the US <laughs> does. But, like, I, I, like, I want to You can never work too. out shoe companies. I mean, they are, <laughs> yeah. It's, and with the, with the sort of COVID and tra yeah. tra transferring stuff around the world mm -hmm. and different warehouses. And now we've just had something called Brexit here in the UK. Mm -hmm. So it's de departing from Europe. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's all sorts of difficulties with, with transferring stuff around. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, I regularly keep this big pile of shoes on my desk. And mm -hmm. I've just got this, the Kipchoge colorway. Nice. I wanted to get the one you had with yeah. the pink. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't find any, unfortunately. So I've got, I've got that one. Mm. It looks American. nice though. I'm, I'm a fan of that. That shoe is also quite good. It doesn't make sense to me. Like you look at it and you're like, there's no way this is going to be good. And then you yeah. run in it and you're like, this is really good. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, have you been putting in a lot of miles in the alpha flies? I haven't run in the alpha fly since I did my 10 K time trial. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. think, mm -hmm. um, but I will do again now i've got the mm -hmm. old or my orange pair or mango pair that i do some sessions and stuff in mm -hmm. um and then yeah then this this one will be reserved for race day um this wrexham marathon we're training for in about 10 weeks time so yeah nice all right fraser Carr says what shoe and this issue i the question i get all the time what shoes are you anticipating the most this year you go you go first See, I'm not very good at what's see, coming up. Here's the thing is, I don't know what's coming, really. You know, like, all I can think about is, like, well, I know there's usually, like, a next version of the things I liked last year. But I don't get a lot of early information, so I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not, like, very primed for, like, what's coming. Um, except, like, kind of like how you were saying with, like, the YouTube subscriber numbers. People will say, like, hey, have you seen images of this new shoe yet? It looks great. And so, like, then I might, like, go Google something. Yeah. So like I think yeah, the shoe I, I'm that I'm kind of the same. Like, no, yeah. people normally tell. I find out through like Instagram DMs and things before. Yeah. You know, before I've actually managed to know myself. Mm -hmm. um, but I get you know the Nike stuff is always, you know, for me it's always gets the most clicks and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I guess the and I haven't actually got it here, but the Vaporfly, the second Vaporfly. Mm -hmm. um, I don't 
don't know. I've even had more shoes under my desk. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, sorry. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. We're we're not much as shoe geeks as some people. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't get like uh, any of that early information. And and there's. I think I might be able to. You know. But it's a direction I've been trying to like intentionally avoid a little bit. Like I enjoy having a little bit of distance from the brands. Because then. Oh I, yeah. I, I mean I, we. We buy everything 100% ourselves. And I know you do a little bit of both mm-hmm. um, in terms of um, people sending stuff out. Mm-hmm. But, and yeah, we get approached. Mm-hmm. Again, very fortunate. We get asked, people ask us to send us a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we just have to politely decline. And mm-hmm. I just would rather go and buy it. Yeah. And try, and fingers crossed, make the money back <laughs> yeah. through YouTube mm-hmm. um, AdSense, which is quite hard to do with something like this. Yeah, but not yeah. so bad on on the cheaper shoes. Sure. So, yeah, it's just it's just investing in the future. Everything we create and every bit of kit we buy, it's just mm-hmm. investing in the long term. Yeah, and hopefully people can see that. And if people then watch that and get value, and they buy a hat or a wrap, mm-hmm. that means way more to me. Sure, yeah. than getting a free shoe off a off a manufacturer. Yeah, that yeah, I could see that for sure. Um, well, well, I mean, that being said, though, just to try to put an answer to Fraser's question, I think for me, the shoe I'm looking forward to the most is probably the Adios Pro 2. I think Adidas is... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah of course. The orange one's just coming out. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that with a few of the brands at the moment. And I think for this summer, they'll be going... Like, they're like not completely redesigning it, but they're, it's going to be a substantial like uh, update to the Adizero yeah. Pro, the Adios Pro... The Boston's getting a big update. The Adios is getting a big update too. So it'll be interesting to see what Adidas does this year. I'm I'm pretty excited. Either it's going to be a, like, like just a killer year for them, or it's going to be like, wow, they swung for the fences real hard. They like tried very hard, and it was a, a yeah. big disaster. I'm not sure which one it's going to be yet, but I'm I'm excited to see that. Uh, but have you been running in a lot of Adidas? I, I'm trying to think if I've seen you in Adidas shoes. No, me, no. I, and it, bizarrely, because I used to, it used to be the only brand I'd wear. Mm-hmm. So the Adios 3s and the Bostons mm-hmm. um, were like some of the first running shoes I got when I came back into sort of my running journey. Um, and they were fantastic shoes. But mm-hmm. then unfortunately, or fortunately, I discovered the Nike shoes and then was like, <laughs> I'm just preferring these a little bit mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. And so people ask me about Adidas or Adidas and we'll get some in. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to get the the Adios Pro in. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't. I just couldn't buy it. Yeah. And yeah. a few people said they'd send me one from mm-hmm. shoe shops and things. Mm-hmm. It's like I just don't want to even get. I just right. want to complicate things. Mm-hmm. With it, so, mm-hmm. well, we'll get we'll get a pair when we can. All right. I I mean I think that you'll like them a lot. They, rem- they remind me a lot of the Next Percents. So if you like that kind of dynamic in the shoe, um, yeah. it's very exciting to be running in. It just get you really nicely up on your toes. Mm-hmm. I would have thought. Yeah, and it's just uh, it's cushioned, but definitely feels like a little bit firmer for some speed. And I think someone that, especially someone like yourself who's a little bit faster, I think it's just really exciting to run it. Yeah. Um, let's do one more question. Um, let's, Kurt wants to know what shoe are you planning to run in for UTMB, or is this UTMB. a multi is, for a, di- a race that distance with that much changes in elevation? Is there it's like a multi shoe approach to that? Tell me about that. There definitely multiple pairs of shoe mm-hmm. whether it's always the same shoe i don't know at mm-hmm. the moment i'm thinking about the hoka speed go mm-hmm. whichever the current number is maybe four or five mm-hmm. um which is yeah just a high stack shoe super cushioned amazing grip on the bottom of it mm-hmm. 
I don't actually own a pair at the moment because I haven't even been on any trails for so long because I can't get to them. Mm -hmm. So that's probably what I'm thinking of the most. Um, Nike just don't have an offering. I think that will be comfortable for that sort of distance. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, the, Ho the Hoka Speedgoat is what we'll be looking at. And yeah, it'll probably be a case of maybe three or four pairs to get through the race. Um, it just depends what the conditions are like. It could be really snowy. It could be super cold. They just get wet and horrible and you just want to put a fresh pair on. Of course, they're mm -hmm. going to last longer than that in the lifetime of the shoe. Mm -hmm. But it's just about putting a fresh pair of shoes and fresh pair of socks on. It should be a pretty nice thing to do throughout mm -hmm. the race. Yeah. And so, like, what are, what are some of the logistical plannings for a race? Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is a bad question to pop in at, like, three, like 50 minutes into the live stream. But I'm just like... How big is the crew that you bring along with you for a race like that? Um, well, trail, like this time of racing is very different in Europe as opposed to America, mm -hmm. again, because people tend to not have sort of like a crew. They okay. might, people will have maybe one or two people, mm -hmm. and especially the elite athletes. But for the majority of people in the pack, they're not necessarily going to have people mm. chasing them around the course. There, okay. there will be a few, of course, mm -hmm. but not too many. They'll rely a, a lot on the aid stations mm -hmm. um, as you go through. So um, for me, during the race, all I want to do is complete it. I've got no ambitions of anything other than getting round. Mm -hmm. I think that the time limit's about 46 hours that you've got to get round. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Um, and, yeah, it'll just be a case of just carrying as much as I can, mm -hmm. having having our own like drop bags at aid stations that we can mm -hmm. refuel from and just yeah maybe there might be some other people out there on the course that want to pass me a few things mm -hmm. um around the aid stations but i don't think you can take aid between aid stations mm -hmm. i'd be surprised if you could. yeah uh, so so yeah i don't really know at this stage i just fingers crossed that it's going to go ahead that's all everyone's yeah. kind of thinking of very cool but we'll be going out to to chamonix in france hopefully over the summer to run as much of the course as mm -hmm. we can and then we'll be able to see a lot more what the terrain's like and, and go from there. Wonderful. Well, I really hope that you guys get to do that. I'm looking forward to seeing all that content, seeing you out there in in the mountains uh, in France. I just, it's I'll live vicariously yeah, we'll take, through you. Yeah, take our cameras along in the summer um, as yeah. well. So yeah, filming all filming all that sort of build up for it. It's just really excited. Very, very, very cool. Well, thanks. I, I won't take any more of your time for today, Ben. Thanks so much for staying up late with us tonight. Uh, and, and hopping on the live stream with me and uh, indulging me in some questions. I had a fantastic time talking with you today. Yeah, me, me too. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll get over to Chicago to see you and go for a run along the river. Uh, yeah, run um, north of Chicago. That'd be <laughs> amazing. And yeah, me and Sarah will get out and see you as soon as we can get on a plane and come and see, come and see the States again. Well, I would, so, yeah, thank, I would absolutely love that. And I look forward to it very much. Thanks, Ben. Cool. Take care. All right. Bye. Take care. All right, guys, that was Ben. Thanks so much, Ben, for staying up late on a Sunday night for us. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed that conversation. We had a ton of people in here. I think this breaks a record for the live stream for us. 351 people still hanging through to the end on a longer live stream for today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Just to wrap up, tomorrow we're going to be having a video. I'll be giving an update on my hamstring kind of like tweak. Um, so that'll be a little bit of the video. And then tomorrow... Monday, we'll do another Monday mukbang, 3 p.m. Central Time. And uh, I don't know. I think everyone, are we liking the guests? Should we get more guests? Should we get more friends to show up? I think that's been a lot of fun. So we'll do that. And uh, yeah, until I see you guys next time, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.